Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Climate Stand with the Final Stand. I am Shalini and co-hosting with me today is Nanki and we're very excited to introduce our guest for this episode, Ujwal Sharma, who is not only a fellow law student but also a fellow climate and environmental enthusiast. Thank you so much for being here, Ujwal. Uh, Nanki will give you a more descriptive uh, background on who Ujwal is. Uh, thank you, Shalini. Uh, Ujwal, welcome to the Climate Stand with the Final Stand. Uh, for all our viewers, Ujwal Sharma is in his third year law at uh, Jindal Global Law School. He made headlines for successfully petitioning the Honorable NGT or the National Green Tribunal to stop the felling of 2.15 lakh trees without prior permission in the Buxwa Bandar diamond mine case. In more recent news, Ujwal had filed an original application against the rising pollution of Motia Lake, situated adjacent to the Grand Taj Ul Masjid and the Heritage Taj Mahal Palace in Bhopal, as part of which he argued before the NGT in person and won his first case at the young age of 19. As Shalini mentioned, Ujwal has been an inspiration to all of us, including us at the final stand, and we thank you for being a part of our episode today. Thank you so much for having me. Let me just appreciate what you all are doing at the final stand. I have been following your work and I truly feel that, you know, together we can make a difference. Thank you so much, Ujwal. That's very kind. So yeah, so let's just like get into it. We wanted to ask you if you could give us a little background on the petitions that you filed and what sort of inspired you to take action on the issues. All right. So the first petition that I I filed before the Honorable Entity. It was regarding a multi-crore uh, bundled diamond mine project led by SL Mining Group, which is a part of Aditya Birla group of companies. So this bundled diamond mine project was proposed to be set up at Baksaha Protected Forest Area of Chhatarpur MP. So for the purpose of this project, approximately, and as per the government data, and what you must consider here, is that most of the time there are a lot of huge discrepancies between the on-site situation and the government data. So yeah, according to the government data, 2.15 lakh trees were to be cut for this project. The case is still pending before the Honorable NGT. Uh, however, we've had a small victory in it. So after carefully scrutinizing all the documents that were placed on record before the Honorable Bench, the bench was pleased to uh, order a stay on felling of trees without prior permission. About my second case, uh, this again I've argued in person. Uh, my second case was again before the Honorable NGT, and this became my first win at the age of 19. And it was regarding a very historically and culturally important lake in Bhopal. Uh, it, it was about to fall prey to the water pollution uh, by, by various sources of pollution, such as illegal encroachments on the shores of it and uh, the various, you know, discharge of untreated seaweeds directly into the lake. So I've always had an interest uh, in, you know, working towards helping the society, giving uh, my share of it. I got to know about the right path to contribute at my internship under Advocate Ayush Dev Bajpayee in Bhopal. So Advocate Ayush Dev Bajpayee, uh, he majorly deals with environmental law matters and he has a lot of experience in it as well. So uh, in, in just a span of seven to eight years, he has argued over 700 to 800 cases. So naturally he became my ideal. And when I started my internship under him, I got the opportunity to closely observe 
how the ngt proceedings work how uh, the petitions are drafted and you know everything related to the ngt and informant work so yeah that gave me direction and you know motivation to contribute my part of it Wow, Ujwal, that's a great story. And to think you've done all of this at the age of 19, it's just unbelievable. And Ujwal, I heard you say that you argued this petition in person. So many young law students, in fact, even myself, I had this impression that you cannot argue before a court or a tribunal till you graduate. But how are you able to do so? What are the rules, regulations, limitations that permit you to argue? And what are the limitations? on these permissions all right so when i first uh, argued in person when the first order was you know passed a lot of people texted me and contacted me saying that how can you argue in person and you know uh, stuff like that how can you argue before uh, graduating without having a proper law degree so the thing is as per the current laws you have with the, with the permission of the court, you can represent yourself in your own case. So there are a lot of people who have previously, you know, represented themselves in their own cause. Uh, for that, you don't uh, need to have a law degree. And if you go to the NGT website as well, the National Green Tribunal's website, if you go to the FAQ's uh, corner, you'll see that uh, there is actually a question over there as well that you can argue before the NGT without having a proper law degree or without being an advocate. So yeah, uh, basically you can argue your own uh, cases. You just can't represent others without having a law degree. All right, that's great to know. I think uh, a lot of us will now sort of um, be more aware and maybe even take up more um, activism, legal activism, at least in the field of whatever we're passionate about. Yeah, thank you so much for that, Ujwal. Uh, I just want to ask you, keeping in line with uh, the petitions you filed, how what was your experience presenting and arguing your case before the Honorable NG? How was it intimidating as a student? How did you sort of um, navigate all right. Uh, I'll tell you about my first petition first. I was against uh, a partner from Khetan. And when I got to know that, when, when I first got their email uh, requesting me uh, to serve them a copy of the OA, I was actually very intimidated, not going to lie, because to be fair, I was only in my third year. And uh, I mean, Khetan is a top tier law firm, uh, not, not only in India, but in Southeast of Asia. So yeah, it was very intimidating, but at the same time, it was quite exciting as well because I got this opportunity to, you know, present myself and argue against such a brilliant mind. Uh, so yeah, it was intimidating, but yes, it was very exciting as well at the same time. To be fair, uh, I do want to share this anecdote. Uh, and yeah, this is one message that I would want to convey because I've been someone who has suffered from stage fright as well. Uh, I was really, uh, you know, nervous before the hearing. And once the hearing was done, uh, this is something that I would want to tell everyone who has stage fright, that just face your fears. Trust me, it won't go that bad as it, you know, it, it plays in your head. It, it won't go that bad. So after the hearing, I remember... Uh, the partner from Khetan, she appreciated me uh, on the way that I argued. She said that I argued very well. I'm so sorry. So yeah, uh, it was exciting. Intimidating, but really exciting. 
Wow, what a wild partner from Ketha and as a dream many people could to have for themselves a title to have you don't imagine yourself going up against someone like that not even after you graduate if i may say okay so going ahead so this petition all this effort that you've put in i'm sure it takes up a lot of time and uh, as far as we know you you're not only arguing these petitions but you're involved in many other things at the university Now, how did you balance this? How did you balance academics, the university, extracurricular commitments alongside this petition? All right, I think that is a very valid question, and uh, since you know uh, this, this question uh, might help everyone who is interested in you know uh, helping the society as well. Because uh, to be fair, this this one question does arise in all of our heads that how will we manage our time with all the academic pressure and you know the other commitments, everything. So to be fair, I won't sugarcoat it. It was very difficult. There were, I I remember there were many sleepless nights when all night I was drafting and. Uh, in the morning, it was. Uh, I remember this uh, Bakswaha case. Uh, I I started drafting around nine, and because I had to take uh, you know swift actions, the petitions had to be filed uh, very swiftly without any unnecessary delay. So I remember sitting down at nine, and then getting up at seven in the morning, the sun bright up high. Uh, so yeah there were a lot of sleepless nights as well and then uh, during the hearings i remember during the ensems as well there were there was one hearing of mine so at times it was a bit hard to uh, you know uh, do hard to pursue but i guess uh, the online medium did help me uh, in this as well because uh, i could join the court virtually because obviously because of covid they won't allow uh, physical hearing so yes virtually it did make my life a bit easier i would say and i think this one practice is something that the coach should consider uh, continuing because that way the coaches are more approachable and you know more accessible to everyone so one advice that i would give to everyone who would want to uh, pick up activism for that matter uh, is you need to be consistent and the key is to love what you're doing so so that it doesn't feel like you're actually working i uh i actually enjoy uh, myself whenever i'm uh, you know working towards the environment or helping for a social cause so i i don't see it as work i see it as something that i would do in my free time yeah that that did help me a lot that's great that's actually great advice to act when you feel like you are working towards something you love it it is really true because it doesn't feel like work it feels like you're doing something you love and it encourages you further too so yeah uh, speaking of your petitions uh, ujwal i just want to ask you how important do you think are like legal tools and the judicial system in itself in any sort of environmental or even climate activism all right so initially i'm not going to lie i'm going to be totally frank with you all i was under an impression that not much is being done in india with regards to you know uh, environment and initially i thought that there's not much that was being done in terms of environment either by the government or by the judiciary as well these cases that happen but not much takes place in the reality uh, 
yeah, they're not very well affected. So that, in fact, is not very true. Uh, I came to know about this once I started my internship, once I closely observed the work of the NGT. And to be fair, I think there is a lot of substantial work that does take place, that does happen, uh, you know, uh, if you use the legal tools or the judicial tools, if you use uh, the help of the judiciary. But one thing that we do realize as we work, that things at times do take time to, you know, happen. Change doesn't happen in a single day. So, yeah, things will happen, but slowly and gradually at their own pace. And that shouldn't make you frustrated or, you know, uh, that shouldn't demotivate you. But, yeah, if you would want to work towards uh, activism of any sort, changes will happen. Things will change for the better, but it will take time. So that is one thing that one might want to keep in mind. And legal tools are actually very effective. I saw that in my second case. Other thing, uh, one, one fun fact that I would want to share with you all. So many times what happens is before you file uh, uh, you know, uh, a representation before the NGT or before the high courts in, uh, you know, in form of PILs, what you do is the first thing is to collect information as to what work is being undertaken, what is the progress and everything. For that you file, uh, uh, you, for that you file uh, RTI. So one thing that I have noticed that once an RTI is filed, once uh, application is sent, people or the authorities do start taking actions and do start making changes if they won't previously because they know that, okay, there would be a case following this RTI. So yeah, they do start making changes and they do start taking their job seriously. Thank you, Ujwal. And I think it's really helpful for all our listeners that you've highlighted the process and being a part of the system and complementing the system. You've been a part of the system, seen it firsthand. And thus, you can tell us credibly that, in fact, the system does work. So what message would you give to the youth in climate and environmental activism? What role do you think we can play? Having played a role yourself, how much change do you feel we can really bring about? Is there an element of tangibility? Can we actually see the effects of our actions? All right. I personally feel that the youth and the citizens in general do have a very important role to play in terms of environment or in other terms as well. One thing that we all need to start doing is to start participating in the processes. Only then we can expect uh, you know, changes. Uh, it's one thing to raise awareness through social media if you are not very, let's say, you know, you're not very privileged or you are not, you know, you're, um, you can't access the legal tools. It's one thing to raise awareness through social media, but it is another thing. And that is where the change comes from. If you participate in the processes, in the democratic processes, in the judicial processes, you, you yourself need to take action uh, about it, file RTIs, file applications, file interventions, ask questions. You need to uh, start asking questions. Only then we can see change happen. Change does happen. Trust me, Motia Tala, uh, if I talk about it, it, it's been, you know, the, the condition of it has been depleting since, uh, since as long as I can remember. There was a fund from Japan for about... Uh, 200 something crores. I, I don't remember the exact amount now. Uh, 
uh, but yeah india took a loan from japan for maintaining and you know for upbringing of all you know uh, of, for all the cleaning of all the lakes in bhopal uh, however there is no account for where that fund went to how that fund was utilized if that fund was allotted if that loan was taken why was motia talab for so many years has been in such a bad situation that fund was taken uh, if i'm not wrong was taken in 2012 or 2013 and since then uh, present date i'm talking about 2021 when i first filed the petition the lake the situation of the lake was so bad that you couldn't go near it without covering your face because the odor was so uh, repugnant yeah uh, but now if you look at it there is a uh, you know the construction is going on uh, around it there is a proper pavement that has been constructed around it so as to prevent dust from falling in and you know um, there are uh, a dustbins being installed around it so that people don't dump their uh, trash into the rivers or uh, you know into the water body uh there were three uh sewages sewage lines that are being intercepted now because earlier they were being directly discharged into the lake there was uh illegal encroachment on the shores of the lake that has been removed and the people who had encroached it you know are, are being uh, displaced to some other area proper area and there is also for the beautification of the lake that is being undertaken by the bmc now but yeah one thing that we need to uh, remember is that we all need to participate in it see uh, even if let's say uh, nanki or shalini uh, you as a single person as a single individual take action and change life of not more than just one person yeah now imagine that on a large scale imagine that happening on a larger scale that is going to make a difference even if you know as an individual you're only able to help one person or one animal or you know one water body at a time you're making a difference things will change slowly but we all need to pitch in we all need to participate in the process we all need to ask questions that is something that we all need to do we all need to fulfill the promise that we've made to each other about keeping india you know safe from pollution we see where uh, the inspiration comes from ujwal i think you are really um sort of inspiring and admirable in terms of your passion and also the words and the way you sort of present yourself with so much passion and love for the environment is very evident and i think as fellow youth activists who are um, passionate about the cause it's really inspiring so i just wanted to thank you for that before we moved on yeah so i just uh, wanted to know if you could um, like you said so i think a lot of us want to bring about change a lot of us want are passionate about something some issue some cause or the other if not environment and or the climate right uh, but more but speaking in the context of environmental activism i wanted to ask you how did you or like how do you think we all can sort of transform our passion in this like voice that we have um into Actions. actual tangible action yeah and especially in like a virtual world due to the pandemic all right so yes the pandemic has slowed down our progress you know uh, it has place certain limitations upon all of us that we cannot actually go out there without risking our lives uh, our lives and the lives of the, that uh, of the people that we love 
uh, it it has indeed you know uh, placed certain restrictions upon us. But I feel that while we are in the online mode, and now that you know the third wave is actually happening, I feel that while we are in this lockdown situation again, we can all maybe you know study more about the various laws that are in place for the protection of environment. We can make ourselves familiar with all the processes that take place, be it before the NGT or before the High Courts or the Supreme Court. We can all read up more about the statutory duties of the government, you know, organizations, the government organs, the statutory bodies. We can, we we must read up more about everything. By the uh, till the time that we cannot actually go out in the field and you know. Uh, see the situation over there and implement uh, changes we must learn and you know familiarize ourselves with the ways in which we can bring about change we must read up more about environmental laws we must read up more about environmental processes we must read up more about how to participate in a democracy the ways of rti and you know uh, original applications and everything we must read up more about it we must familiarize ourselves. That is, I think, one thing that we can do while we are still in this online mode. That's a great thought, Ujwal. And I would like to agree with Shalini in saying that I too agree that your intentions are very honest. You're very well-versed with what you are telling our viewers, our listeners. And I really hope that people take inspiration from you. But I would like to ask a little bit more about you in the sense that what is next for you? What are you planning to do in this field of environmentalism, environment petitions, and why does it matter to you, to you personally? Okay. Uh, first, I'll answer your first question, the initial part of your question, that was what next now? Uh, so I'm planning to start this center, this legal aid center, legal aid service by the name of Center for Rights, Environment and Good Governance, short, uh, in short, Craig. So Craig, uh, we're basically planning three committees in it, one for right to health, one for environmental uh, laws, environmental uh, policies, and the last one for good governance. So all of these three committees, I, I founded this center, Craig, with uh, Priya, who was also one of the applicants in my second case. She assisted me a lot with the drafting and everything. Really brilliant uh, junior of mine. So yeah, we started Craig together. And right now we have about seven individuals pitching in, uh, you know, ideas and bring making Craig something more tangible, something more real and something more effective. So I, along with Priya, I'm heading the environmental uh, law committee in Craig. And yeah, we we'll, we'll plan on taking uh, more cases and, you know, uh, participating more. Again, it's all about participation. Secondly, we also plan on uh, raising legal literacy among people, literacy about their rights, about environmental laws. Uh, we think that it is our job as fellow law students to make the society aware about their rights, about their, uh, about about the various benefits that they can prevail by the governmental policies and the greater constitutional framework. So, that is something that I plan on uh, that I plan to start working on. I think we'll start working on this 
from february itself first of february itself and i hope that you know uh, i'm able to continue it for as long as i can keep working uh, other than that why i personally you know uh, why this issue of environment is so personal to me so growing up my dad is in the government service so we did get transferred a lot uh, most of the time uh, every 2 3 years we were transferred so i got to you know uh, stay at a lot of places throughout india throughout mp uh, one thing that i've noticed growing up that everywhere there even though now that the government is uh, you know started this swachh bharat abhiyan even then when there are garbage collection trucks coming to collect the garbage there is still a lot of waste problem in india that doesn't seem to you know uh, end anytime soon and if we don't do anything about it right now it is going to be a, a big problem for us in the future because garbage is not going to uh, you know uh, decrease as we move ahead in time it is only going to increase proportionally so uh growing up i've always seen you know uh animals suffer as well due to uh, the pollution i've always had uh the soft corner inside of myself for animals uh and yeah i by helping for the you know for a cleaner environment i feel this is one way that i can help animals uh stay in their natural habitats and you know prosper for them to uh flourish that is i i see my work my contribution as one way to help uh animals and the society at large as well because to be fair all this pollution gives rise to a lot of you know diseases as well the water of motia talab earlier it wasn't safe it was actually very toxic if anyone would have used it it was not safe for public use at all and now if you look at it it is substantially more clean yes time uh, there you know uh, it will take a while for it to be totally toxic free at times it does seem like an unattainable uh, dream to me but yes i'm hopeful that one day it will be you know uh, toxic uh, toxin free thank you so much yeah. ujwal i think that's all we can all hope for in a way that just have hope and as long as we have that i think we're all sort of sorted in making some sort of change uh towards the world and i think we should always hold on to it as well the hope that we have for a better future for a better world for us and everybody around us and with we're really excited about craig uh and we look for as tfs as a fellow sort of climate change and in like climate change organization we're really excited about reg and the work that you are going to undertake and wish you all the success and hope that you can make as much change as uh, possible because and we we don't even doubt it because we know how passionate you are about it so we just we're really excited about craig um so yeah we just uh, wanted to thank you for taking the time to be a part of this episode it was really great to have you here and to have somebody um you know who is who goes to college with us who is um our age it's it's really good to see um or read when you know that someone out there is making some change that you 
th- thought wasn't cap- you weren't capable of, like not you as an as an individual wasn't capable of, right? Um, so it sort of inspires us to also know that we are all capable of doing something much bigger than we believe and are capable of. Yeah, with uh, that, I think we've come to an end. Um, any, you. yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for all the wishes and everything. I'm truly honored to be here with you all. Uh, I've, I, <clears throat> uh, I would like to congratulate you for all the work that you guys are doing at the final stand. One thing that, you know, we need to believe in or need to practice is to start participating and be hopeful and to believe in ourselves. Never underestimate yourself. I, uh, as a closing message to all those who are interested or, you know, are at times a bit doubtful about themselves, what is the worst that could happen? That is one question that I ask myself. And one thing, every time I feel intimidated, yeah, before my hearings, I told myself, this is actually an opportunity that not many people can get. And if I have been privileged enough to get this opportunity, why not face it? Why not cherish it? Why to be afraid of it? What is the worst that could happen? To be fair, you need to know that even courts will assist, you know, if, if they, they see that if, if there is a student or, you know, uh, a young lawyer who's arcing before them, they will assist you it's not that you know if you uh, stammer there or if you are really nervous over there they will sense that and don't worry they will be very patient with you as well one thing that did uh, help me a lot was the honorable bench giving me uh, you know giving their precious time to hear me out that did feel like a small victory and yes uh, as a closing message to all the youth you need to start believing in yourselves and participating more. If you want to uh, make, you know, changes in the current situation, you need to start participating. It is your duty as fellow law students or fellow citizens to other citizens that, uh, you know, you have to fulfill. That is that. So thank you again, Shalini and Nanki for your time and for having me here. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I can't express my feelings in words here. Uh, it's great to it was you. really nice and the thing that you were doing here it's great thank you Ujwal. uh and uh, with that we also want to thank our listeners for tuning in and we hope you reach out to us or even Ujwal with any thoughts uh that you may have or feedback that you may have while there is a lot to learn about the climate crisis and the environmental issues that we all face on a daily basis we hope you stay restless and curious and join us every alternate Saturday to learn about it with us at the climate stand with the final stand. So yeah, thank you everybody.